top two of TJ. I mean, I just think, like, if you listen to part one, you know that we're struggling between, like, um, TJ's rock star sensibilities <laughs> and his incapability of, like, managing interpersonal relationships. So I think it's hard. He's so problematic. He's problematic. And this is um, our episode on Sally Hemings. In our last episode, we talked about Martha Jefferson and his daughter Patsy, which were two very important women in his life, but mm-hmm. the one woman who lived out both of them and arguably... Um, I don't know, it's it's funny because we were just talking about how it's like, I always have known about Sally Hemings. Like, I've always known about her. Yeah, so you, you just wonderfully told us that. What year did they start doing this research or releasing it? In 1993. 93, and then 98 they did the DNA. 98 they finally did the DNA. We'll get into. Yeah. I love how many times we say we'll get into. Like, we really just, like, foreshadow for people. And we, like, never get into it. No, we never get into it. You all are just, like, still listen to, like, why I think Martha murdered somebody. Right. Pull back. Um, We'll get into it. But, uh, yeah, so, like, you know, this at least was public knowledge and known when I cared more about history or, or would read, you know, in my free time, because that's just the type of person I am. Right. About the president. <laughs> um, it should be known that this wasn't in our first lady's book. This is, like, you and I sidestepping and saying, yeah. like, give this woman a spotlight, because, like, yeah. like, I said, like, she is the woman. Sorry, I completely interrupted you, but I just looked at no, our first lady's true. book, and I'm like, they didn't even mention her. No, because, again, the whitewash of a history, but, you know, because of the timeline, you and I grew up, or at least in our young adult to adult later lives. adult right, lives. Right, right. We knew about Sally Hemmons. We know the story. I mean still learning about her, but it was not um shocking or like, no way, this is did not happen. Like it was right. believable. It was fact. Well <laughs> it not only was it fact, it. but also like if you asked me who Thomas Jefferson's wife was, um up until like a week and a half ago, I would have been like, I don't know. <laughs> he like, had a girlfriend. I know that there was Sally Hemmings, but like, yeah. yeah, who was their wife? And so it's like interesting that we you know, did the, and the truth is that, like, it's complicated because he didn't really have, like, a proper first lady because he was not ever married in the White House, but I think that, like, when you ask, like, who is the woman in Thomas Jefferson's life, like, unarguably, it was Sally Hemings. Yeah, so. and I think, you know, because, as we know, why we started this podcast, no one talks about the first ladies, mm-hmm. so, you know, you didn't really think about who Thomas Jefferson was courting or, you know, as I would, having improper relationships with because... God, I just love talking about consent. So this is, like, my favorite topic. I'm just like, let's get into it. Well, it's also, like, and I know that we're sort of, like, this is almost, this is just a giant introduction to, like, maybe an episode that won't even be that long. I don't know. But, like. 15 minutes later, we're like, and it's over. Okay. Thanks for tuning in. Outro. I know. Um, but I guess I just, you know, unless you made, like, a huge splash on the, like, political stage, like, nobody, as a woman, as a or, woman like, yeah. nobody knows who you are, and it's the no. same reason why, like, again, we started this podcast, because, like, I mean, think of, like, a random, like, Woodrow Wilson, like, who was his first lady? I literally don't know. I will know, but again, yeah. we have to make that episode, the, but, like, I don't, I first, know the first ladies from, like, my lifetime a little bit. Jackie Kennedy is the first one that pops into my head Sure, I think, I think of a public right, first lady. Right, Eleanor Roosevelt. I, yeah, I Eleanor. do think of that Abigail Adams, like, she was always a hero of mine, like, yeah. I really do I think about her. I didn't know much about her, obviously. I didn't know about her either, I just knew she was awesome, and yeah. I knew that she made a big splash, because in order to, like, get notoriety as a first lady, yeah. you have to make a huge splash. Yeah. So I think that it all goes to say that, like, this woman, Sally Hemings, who was, like, pretty consistent in Thomas Jefferson's life, like, um, sort of, like, has, in my lifetime, been more, um, 
almost like revered or like known about than Martha yeah. Washington or or Patsy. So yeah, it's just it was like when we were deciding who we were going to talk about in this episode, it was sort of like a no brainer. Like we had to talk about Sally. Yeah, when it, it came to Thomas Jefferson, to... I shouldn't say this episode because it's like a two parter, but it was like it was a no brainer. Yeah, you, their their names have to go together. Yeah. So do you, I know you were talking through like the timeline of Sally in Thomas's life. Do you want to talk about that a little bit? And yeah. Then I can... So do, well, first, do you like when was she born? Tell that story. I'll okay, so that, she's yeah. born in seventeen seventy three, and <laughs> Betty Hemings was her mom. Let's not forget. Let's not forget. She's tied to Martha yes. Jefferson. Yes, Betty Hemings <laughs> is her mom. Her father is John Wales, who is a white man who is a slave owner. Betty Hemings is a slave of John Wales. John Wales, stay with me here, people. John Wales <laughs> is the father of Martha Wales Jefferson. Yeah. So. Wife of TJ. Wife of TJ. So if you're sort of following, you know, Betty Hemings, um, was around when Martha, soon to be Martha Jefferson, when Martha Jefferson was like a young girl. Like, yeah. she knew Sally Hemings' mom. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, they were half sisters. They were half sisters. So, anyway, so. Oh, I'm just thinking Martha Jefferson told TJ, hey, maybe don't get married again or have a relationship because I don't like stepmoms. And then he's sleeping with her half sister. <laughs> so bad. I mean, essentially, you know, I mean, that's like double his. Over. Uh, Oh my God! Roll it in her grave. <laughs> I know. It's like just like it just hit me the like impact of their right, relationship. Right. Unknowingly, what happens with TJ? Shock it, messing it up. <laughs> TJ. I know. So she is born into slavery. Um, Sally is. Sally yeah. is born into slavery. TJ and Martha end up inheriting all of John Wales's slaves um, when he dies, and so, so he knows Sally from when she's a kid which again this is now hidden me like ew tj yeah oh yeah they inherited the slaves before she was even born oh god yeah no they know betty like betty <laughs> is like primo betty is like betty is like okay so they say that like these people slaves were given special privileges but really what that means is that they didn't have to be um outside as much like they, they got to like do indoor, indoor chores, like yeah. chores and things like that so Betty, like, Martha and TJ, like, that's their girl. Like, they grow up with her. They, like, are, like, you know what I mean? TJ, you get grosser and grosser. I know. It's really bad. So, at a point, John and Betty have Sally. Okay. Okay. And so, um, Sally, I just want to call this out. Sally is 25 years younger than Martha and 31 years younger than Thomas Jefferson. Yeah, we'll see when we get into her, um, when she gets to Paris. She's a teenager. Yes. She is 16. Yeah, so that's really all I have about, like, the very beginning of Sally's life. Yeah. But, I mean, I mean, the beginning of her, like, like things start to ramp up when she's an age-old 14. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, well, yeah, we like, remember, there's not, they didn't keep records of slaves. You know, they, no. all they kept was, like, who their mother was, who their father was, mm-hmm. which, shockingly, we'll find out. We'll get to it. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, Thomas, like, conveniently leaves off who, who the father of Sally's kids are. Yeah. Like, be Smart, Tom. You wrote the fucking Declaration of Independence, and you think you're like skirting the system? Bro, I know. Please, just like make up a name at that point. Like he, he's like, I he, mean, honestly, like, he's dumb. Well, no, he liked the drama. Like, he, he was like lo- wanting to be bitch found who out. Loves drama. He wanted to be found um, out, and the, poor Patsy is like, Dad, yeah. you psycho. Okay, like Patsy's <laughs> like trying to clean up the mess, and here's he's like, Ooh, I'm gonna, you know, not put my name down. No one's gonna know. <laughs> I hate Tom. Um, oh my so yeah, God. there's no record of these people, you know, their lives except, 
you know, maybe what they were worth, unfortunately. Mm. They were on these lists. So bad. Um, what they were worth if they were to get sold, who their parents were. They had no problem separating families. So I think, guess they kept some sort of record of that, of like if you mm-hmm. sold the kid from their parents yeah. or, you know, whatever it may be. So, yeah, we don't know much about Sally's early life except what her children have told but it's pretty much starts when her relationship starts with Thomas which I, yeah, is I really mean, unfortunate because ugh. even as a slave I'm sure she had such I don't know as full of a life as you could have I mean she was a human being who worked and had her own stories and relationships with her parents or her friends you know whatever it may be that it's a shame that um you know we don't know much about it as of now I mean I haven't yeah looked deep we, into it but. well we know I mean I think that like what is so tremendous about this story is that her children so she has again we'll get to that but her she has four children that do leave us some good records of like what that. life yeah. is like so it, it is kind of cool but you know um it also should be said that um you know Sally was somewhat um you know, white presenting in that way. And so I think that it made it feel, I mean, it's so hard to even talk about this stuff, but it made it feel, uh, I don't know, like she, there was a rank system basically, I think. Yeah, I mean, I think, um, you know, from what I understand, there's, I think it's colorism is the term Mm -hmm. that's used. So, you know, within the African community, African-American community, they... Yeah, she might have been seen a little more as privileged because she was lighter skin. Mm-hmm. Um, and then her children even more so, which we'll get into. <laughs> now I'm going to laugh every time I say that. Um, because they were so light skin. Yeah. And I think that, you know, it just talks to privilege, which still happens to this day. Mm-hmm. I think that still happens in that community. Um, and, you know, unfortunately, it's... I, I mean, to her benefit, it might have saved her life at a point mm-hmm. and helped her survive, which right. I think... I mean, as I, you know, we did this research and we talked about it, um, you know, ourselves, it's just, she's surviving. She did she what is. she did to have That's to survive, right. which I think women in general have to do, and especially women of color, mm-hmm. and especially at this time. Oh, I can't, yeah. You know, so you, I, I mean, think I literally can't imagine. Yeah, yeah no so way. that's kind yeah. of the theme, I think, with Sally's life, or at least how I'm, you know, digesting it now, is just, she did what she had to survive, and if she had to lean on her light skin... Yeah, I get it. Like, totally. It makes sense. So, totally. Yeah, so we sort of talked about this in our last episode, but in 1784, um, she is kind of like, so uh, Thomas Jefferson is living in France at this point. Yeah, so he's in Paris with just Patsy. Just Patsy, um, yeah. She's 14 at the time, Patsy, and his rest of his kids, I think it's just Polly's a lot at this point, <laughs> all of her dad, so um, are still in Monticello or in Virginia somewhere mm-hmm. um, with his slaves and in the plantation. So it's just him and Patsy. Yeah. Um, and then at some point he brings, he wants Polly to come over. That's right. To educate her. So, you know, he's into his education now. The, the Catholic education <laughs> that later freaks him out. Um, so he, he calls back to... Abigail. Abigail. Well, yeah, there's a woman who, I guess, was working at Monticello. This is like Real Housewives of this Monticello. Like, it really is. Like, it. the Real Housewives of it all is so crazy because they're all friends. Like, there just weren't that many people. No, it's and crazy. all their husbands were in the same circle. It's ridiculous. I mean, it's, like, I mean, it's what I think of 
like my friends who I knew in college, some of them are, are were from the south. Yeah. So they moved back down there, and like you know, the point of to go to college, I assume, was just to get a husband. Unfortunately, <laughs> even if they came up north, and again, this is I we're not in the old days. It sounds like we're talking time. about eighteen hundred, but we're not. It's <laughs> hard time, and they just moved back down south, and like they all hang out in their little couples, and like the right. husbands are friends, and the women are friends, right. and like. I mean, I look at that and, like, I feel traumatized just thinking of it. Like, thank God that's not my life. But that's truly what these women were. Like, you yeah. had no choice but to be friends with George Washington's wife <laughs> and John Adams' wife. Well, you know, I mean, what's interesting and, like, it's, like, wild to think about now because they were so differently thinking. But, like, Abigail Adams and TJ, like, were friends. Like, they yeah, so were no friends. Yeah, so no wonder he called, I mean, so he, he had no women friends. He had no women's friends. he's a terrible human. Well, yeah, because he was, like, abusive, like, to so all of like, them. So he, like, called Abby. Called Abby, who, like, thank goodness for her. I mean, really, because you know what? She is sort of, I mean, Sally having saved her own life, my goodness, but yeah. she knew. She knew yeah. that if she could get this girl over to France, Sally, we're talking about, right. I feel like she had some premonition. Because also, let's not forget, Abigail Adams was, like, teaching ex-slaves and ex-slaves how to, like, read and write on yeah, her off so time. Yeah, so Abigail, like, is Abigail not is, like, into slavery. Not into slavery at all. Aren't yeah. into it. And remember at this time, the French Revolution is is happening. Mm-hmm. So when the French uh, Revolution ends um, and they're they're free from the king, slavery is abolished. So in maybe France. Ab- yeah, in yeah. France. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So maybe Abigail, like you said, had like, I think so. oh, hey, if I can get Sally, she's young enough, she mm-hmm. can really thrive over in France. If I can get her over there, she can stay there and be free. Yeah. So, so she's selected through Abigail kind of to take Polly over to uh, John. Yeah. John, not John, Thomas. Yeah, TJ. (laughs) God damn it, the ships. (laughs) To TJ and Patsy. So, um... So she's 16 at the time. Sally is a 16-year-old girl taking care of Polly, who, I guess, is a little bit younger than Patsy, so... Wait, she was only 16? She was 16? Sally was... Or 15 or 14 when she gets there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's 16 when she first gets pregnant, sorry. Right. So she's, like, she's 14. I think she's 14 14. when she goes over, yeah. So she's a kid. Now, essentially, nanny and a kid. (laughs) So, I was like my first babysitting jobs where like the mom was like next to me. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it like wasn't even real. I can't believe people trusted me with their children when I was fourteen. Like, I like twenty. Like, no, it's insane. I once put a Capri Sun in the microwave when I was a teenager. Like. And they were like, yeah, watch my child. Like, Thank goodness there were no microwaves back then. <laughs> Thank God. I just, I truly try to put myself, like, if I was 14, I being shipped away from my family to a country you don't know, a language you don't no, speak, I'm crazy. assuming she didn't speak French. Um, uh, whoa. like No, and I think about it with, like, our brains, like, human brains are the same now as they were then. Like, it's not like... Right, so, like, so I mean, like you know so much about development. Right, like, developmentally, like, you're still the same My as a 14. My just developed, <laughs> yeah. I'm 33. Like, isn't it 26? Like, you 20, finally... Yeah, 26 is the end of childhood. Yeah. Technically. I mean, my brain's been functioning for seven years, yeah. and I'm still like, what? What's happening? <laughs> no, I know. I guess that's what's, like, so crazy. It's like, it's not like, oh, like, all 14-year-olds were doing it. So it's like, we all had to... It was like, no, like... Come on, Sally. Yeah, like, it was like, <laughs> all no. All 14-year-olds were dating Thomas Jefferson. <laughs> <laughs> it's like they were crazy. Yeah. So anyway, I mean, uh, yeah. So yeah. It, it was so crazy that um, it, it's crazy that Sally was even given the responsibility to watch Polly during their voyage to France. Um, but she gets there, and you know, she's with TJ. She's with the family, and she's not. She's free. 
You yeah, know, she's a no, free lady. She's free. She has. She, she gets paid two dollars a week. I was just gonna say. So I wrote this in. So when it was abolished in 1789, slavery in France, like go France. Yeah. Um, TJ had to start paying her, which I imagine he was annoyed about. So he gave her two dollars a month. Oh, a month! Oh my yeah, god, but that's still, awful. This is my favorite fun fact. So two dollars a month. He also had other. Um, I'll say workers at this point because they weren't slaves that he was forced to pay. So there was like a, a private chef. I mean, bougie DJ. So he had a well, chef. Well, all the tutors for the girls. Yeah. So he's paying all these people. He paid like the chef like four dollars a month. So Sally was still the lowest paid. So like gender pay gap is still a thing in seventeen eighty nine in France. May I remind you, we have still not passed the Equal Rights Amendment. Women are still not paid freely in America or fairly. And women of color, even less so. You know what I mean? Yeah. This is, like, this is just so, oh, God, it's awful. I mean, my favorite day in, like, March when it's, like, you realize, like, okay, white women finally have the same pay as men because it takes that long through the year to get paid. And then, like, black women are, like, in May or something. And then, like, Latinos are, like, in July. Those dates are off, but you get my point. Right. You know, we're not paid the same as men. And in 1789, (laughs) neither was Sally. Like, this poor girl, young child, was like, yeah, I get a paycheck. Like, this is amazing. Here's two dollars a month, which I mean, sounds she, ridiculous, I but mean, it was not a lot. No, even no. that time was not a lot, yeah. and she was still paid less than like the chef, who was a dude. But was like she, she's like taking care of children. I mean, listen, I'm not here to argue teachers versus chefs. That's just not my place. Like that's <laughs> yeah. just I can I'm Ooh, not. I am, they get the battle. I am not going to argue that. But yes, what do you like more? Who should get paid more? <laughs> Stop. Teachers or chefs? Educators? I would, I would or never. Chefs? I would never, never, never. But I do think. That um at least equal gender pay gap was real. I mean, just it's so That's right. So this okay, this just makes me so angry. <laughs> I know, and it's like we're just gonna keep coming back to these things over yeah. and over and over. Okay, so but she's anyways, sixteen in Paris, she's getting a paycheck, getting a um, paycheck, gets pregnant by TJ the first time when she's sixteen. Ugh. So yeah. TJ finds out that she's pregnant and is like, oh, coincidentally, this is the time when I need to return to the United States to be yeah. vice president. <laughs> so he's ready to bounce back. Well, because, and I mean, like, ugh, toxic masculinity, but, like, yeah. he's, I think he, in part, knew that, like, she couldn't just, like, have this kid free in France and, like, slap his name on it kind of thing. Like, well, do you that's know what really, you wonder? Like, I that, really, I just, like, I'm curious about, like, what was his mo- actual? What was his actual motivation to get well, back that to the is my, States? That was my question. Like, so my, I'm really trying to because we should say that he, sh- they do come back to the United States before the child is born. We should say that's how this ends. So yeah. what we're trying to decide is like, what is the motivation? It's Tarantino it. So my mess theory that's not real. Like it's just my right. musings on it <laughs> is, I, I think like. So we know that his wife died. He's heartbroken. Or, and you made this point earlier mm-hmm. that here comes Sally, this young, attractive woman with his child, his legit Taking child. Taking care of his child, yeah. yeah. So she comes in as playing mom. And I don't know if he's just so fucking broken. He's broken. That he yeah. looks at her and, like, legitimately likes her. And not that this makes us right. I want this very clear. Everything I'm about to say, their relationship's inappropriate. He's too old. He's white. There's a power dynamic There's, that's really it's fucked definitely up. Definitely non-consensual. This was a non-consensual yeah. relationship. I, I mean, if you know me in life, I'm very against <laughs> non-consensual relationships. Obviously, yeah. um, it's you know a hard fast rule that you do not or line you do not cross for me. Right. Um, that you know, but I think in his, I, I'm assuming in his mind, he thought it was okay. 
Yeah, I, yeah. Like I, mean, I, I hear think what you're he saying. had I genuine do, feelings yeah. for her. Were they weird, complicated feelings? Yes. Mm-hmm. But I think he looked at this young woman and was like, "Oh, this can be my sense of a family that I right. don't have." Which yeah. is so fucked up. And it's, it's really like, bad, again, yeah. to put the emotional baggage on, on the women. <laughs> yeah. No, totally. I mean, I think that he, and I think also, like, he was, did really, like, I mean, he seems so heartless when you, when it, like, when you, like. <laughs> Tom, no. No, what? I know. But, like, he was completely heartbroken when, when Martha died. And so it's, like, when you see. Yeah. And she also asked that, like, he never remarry, which is insane. Not in, I guess not insane, but it's like that is like it's a tall order to suggest it because you had a weird relationship with stepmothers. I mean, it's just all very complicated. <laughs> but you know, he so it was like in his weird, messed up head, he yeah. was like, Well, I can't marry. So this could be like this weird medium where like I have this bizarre relationship with right. this woman who like I will always be in charge of or like have power over yeah I and and be dominant over and and and, you know it's like too like like I mean we think America was fragile now you know what I mean (laughs) like we are like brand new America and TJ is like very young and very like in charge of brand new America and yeah not to defend him but he had a lot on his plate he started a government But I guess it's, like, the grasp for control, you know? Like, that's what I'm sort of, like, tying some of this to. It's, like, I mean, it's toxic masculinity. Like, that's just all it is. And he was handed so much power in the beginning of government. He's Secretary of State, I believe, at some point. Right. He's, I'm going to fact check that while I'm telling the story. Secretary of State. Well, he definitely becomes Vice President. He's Vice President. He's he's asked single-handedly to write the Declaration of Independence at a point, um, uh, presidential scholar Tiger McGinley tells us that he gives like a draft to Ben Franklin and they change like two words like he basically wrote the Declaration of Independence by himself and so you know like what Thomas is dealing with I'm not dealing with but this is like so how much power has gone to his head he's a delegate to the Continental Congress for Virginia he's the second governor of Virginia he's a delegate again he's, he's the minister to France, which is like the ambassador we spoke of. He's the first secretary of state. He's the vice president, and then he becomes president. So at this point, he's obviously and not in president, like how many years is that? Like that's in right, like such a short amount of life. time. Yeah. And so he, I mean, talk about a fucking ego power. Oh, trip. I can't. Like, yeah, he. No one tells him no, Mm-mm. and he's perceived as a genius, which essentially he is. I mean, like your dad was mm-hmm. saying, he like you know, writes down and puts into words all these like theories of what a free government can be or like mm-hmm. a, a, a world without a king which at this time is like what, what so does radical that look like? Yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah you can't imagine it it wasn't written down right so he's like you know praised for being this like genius mind which he was mm-hmm. but I think that really <laughs> messed up his like human capability percent and think about this right like, like Steve Jobs can you, can, <laughs> Think about having all that control, right? All yeah. of that control. And then the one thing in your life that you like truly hold sacred. I'm yeah. gonna you say can't control. Because she dies. Yeah. She oh my dies. God, are we like analyzing TJ? I love that. Oh TJ's my the best. God. TJ needs therapy. <laughs> TJ needs so much therapy. I know let's just I but anyway, I I, I so think true. that like there was such a loss of control and he was just so, so damaged. And so it was like and truly like as much as like he does accomplish over the rest of his life, 
interpersonally, he's a complete disaster yeah. from here on out. No one tells him no. He's constantly, constantly known as a genius and called a genius and he's loving it. And then he sees a young woman that he wants and this is how he's going to deal with it. And she legally, or when she gets, if she went back to America, Mm -hmm. at this point they're negotiating. Right. Um, Oh my God, I forgot that's like where we were in the story. Lost in TJ's like mind. Psyche. (laughs) So messed up. Um, She, you know, legally slaves can't say no to their masters. So she's technically free in France. She's pregnant with a child. And then What's going on? So then he says, she, he says, like, we're going back. We gotta go. We're going back to Virginia. <laughs> I got some control yeah. issues and power in <laughs> Virginia. Yeah. Let's go. There's man. a therapist that reached out to me in France, and I am I am not ready. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's like, okay. Thomas Paine is there, like, yeah. trying to get him into therapy, and he's like, Tom, please. Another Thomas. <laughs> so he's like, we're going back. And she's like, no, I will not go back. I love France. I want to stay here. Like I'm she was, free. I'm free. <laughs> she was like learning, re- reading books, learning yeah. instruments, learning. She spoke like four different languages. Yeah. You know, she was just like having the best time of her life. Um, aside from, you know, who Being she lived with. <laughs> and Tana. he goes, well, if you come back with me, you'll be reunited with your family. Because also it was like Elise was saying before, like it was very common that families of like within slavery were often broken apart. And because the Hemings had so much kind of like, because it was very well known that the Hemings were uh, European mostly um, due to John Wales, Martha's father, they, they were actually never broken up. So, so her entire family, Sally's entire family is back in Virginia at Monticello. And Jefferson says like, if you come back with me, you'll be reunited with your whole family and any children that you have, will be free when they turn 21. And um, so she goes. She goes back to Virginia. Yeah. So, I mean, to me, this is straight-up blackmail. <laughs> He's blackmailing Sally. Because what is this yeah. girl going to do, this young woman? Like, of course you would go back to your family. Like, Duh. I mean, I'd like to say in her shoes, if I was her, like, I would do the same. But I don't know if I – I feel like it's – almost more of a strength to do that to go back to slavery to be totally. re-enslaved to be with your family like honestly I think I mean alone in our time in the past election we just had <laughs> yeah. I legit was like listen peace out mom and dad like I'll go to Canada you <laughs> yeah. do what you want I'll see you when I see you like I mean it's rude of me now <gasps> I mean, that I think like, of it no it's like the fight my, or flight kind of vibe you yeah know what my I mean? gut it's reaction like, right, right, like right. I'm gonna save myself you mm-hmm. know let them save themselves their own way but this was her way of surviving to take care of her kids. She, like, sacrificed herself, essentially. Completely. And even though, like, okay, it sounds like her kids are still slaves until they're 21. That's a long time. But, like, but that it was wasn't so much, an option for I anyone. I was going to say, it was so much better than the alternative. Yeah, the option was which was for the rest of your life. And then, you have, and then like, you have children who are just are, are inherited slaves. Yeah. Like, so this so means like, now her lineage would be free, free when her kids are free at 21. That's huge. So she, I mean, thinking of that in that terms... It's She's a, a fucking hero. She is such a hero. I can't. I just Claire and I are petition uh, petitioning like a statue down in uh, Virginia <laughs> for Sally Hammond. So we'll you know put out the Patreon for that to collect some money. <laughs> yeah. A GoFundMe. Um, I mean, she's such. I, I just can't yeah. with her. She's amazing. So she's back in America now. She's back in America. Mm-hmm. She pregnant. They have the baby, or she has the baby. It dies. In the baby dies. She comes back when she's six months pregnant. She does her last trimester here. The baby dies. It's very sad. Because it's like she, f- oh my god. Can you imagine, like, I know we talk about the grief that, like, all these women had because they, like, all yeah 
had babies that died, but, like, this is so intense. Because, like, she's just, like, risked everything. Right. That's you know? essentially why she came Ugh, back. It's horrible. <laughs> so in 17, or no, yeah, maybe it's, like, 1790-ish, she comes back to America. She's yep. back here. And um, she is permitted to live in the Great House, which is, like, the house that Thomas Jefferson lived in. So I guess, I mean, I've been to Monticello a long time ago, and it was, like, it, it's huge. It's, like, a compound. Yeah. And I don't think a lot of people were able to live in the house with Jefferson, like, in that Right, because how many slaves did he have all together? It was, like, 600? 607. So he he owned a lot of humans. <laughs> I rolled my eyes. You can't yeah. see that. But, um, so... The part of the the negotiation that they had was her, Sally and her children would do um, what was the term they used like lighter ch- chores. chores yeah yeah so what that essentially meant was she would like they were inside doing chores they would mm-hmm. sew the kids would run errands mm-hmm. which again you shouldn't own humans that's wrong but in her way to survive was okay this is better than the chance of us potentially being beaten or killed Mm -hmm. or in the field the hard labor like this was how her and her kids survived that's right and she ends up having so it should be said that she comes back that first child does not survive past infancy but she does she has six children four of whom survive into adulthood and these like you know these are like good the, odds. Honestly, good, I was gonna say good these genes. are the descendants of Thomas Jefferson. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like when yeah. you think about Patsy's nonsense and like all of that, like yeah. these are the descendants of Thomas Jefferson. Are they these children? And they are. Thank goodness. Thank goodness. Where they have a voice. Like yeah. thank goodness. I mean, you and I, like in a tiny New York apartment, are talking about them. But thank goodness we already knew about them, sort of. You yeah. know. So it's good, like, to talk about. So Sally Hemings does have four children that live into adulthood. Their names are Beverly, who is a son. Um, Eaton and Madison, who are also sons, and then um, Harriet, who is a daughter. I just want to say big up to Sally Hemmons for not naming your kid Thomas Literally. or Martha Literally. or John. Like, what a great name. <laughs> so good job, Sally. Like, I know. right off the bat, you're already top notch. You're seriously crushing it. I know, seriously. <laughs> you named a dude Beverly? Like, that's kind of awesome. I know. Well, his first name is William, but her middle his middle name is Beverly. And like, who was the Beverly, Beverly that you were like, I need to name my kid Beverly, and then we're going to call him by that middle name? It's so hot. I kind of like I it. I know. I love it. Really awesome. Um, but anyway, so, <laughs> like, like um, Elise was saying, you know, like, they were, they were, like, just allowed, they, they were just allowed a little bit more freedom than their sort of, like, brothers and sisters in that way, yeah. and... So this brings me to... Another theory that I have. Oh my god, I love <laughs> I all your like psycho theories. I tell you, I've been up all that. <laughs> so I mean, this is like a lot. We're usually we're used to doing one lady. Like three is like a lot. Like this is psychotic. I just, it's just so intertwined. I these know. women. So, um, Patsy, as we spoke about last episode, her view on slavery oh, yeah, was so a good. little. Um, she didn't agree with it. She mm-hmm. when she Patsy honestly, is Thomas Jefferson's daughter. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Who played hostess all the mm-hmm. time in the White House. So she, again, was in Paris when the war was happening. Um, the slaves were abolished in, in France. So she saw this revolution thing happen, revolutionary thing happen. So I think that kind of sparked something like, oh, maybe humans shouldn't be owned. That's strange. But, you know, we have a lot of slaves back home. But, you know, whatever. So she's already that started percolating in her mind that this mm-hmm. is maybe not right. right. Not, not chill, Dad. <laughs> But in the meantime, she's cleaning up her dad's ass. Right. And then they go back to Virginia. They have all these slaves. But I get the impression that she is 
again, close in age to Sally. They have some sort of relationship, obviously. Mm-hmm. They live together. Yeah. But if only if Patsy is only seeing or maybe choosing, maybe choosing mm-hmm. to see yeah. the relationship that Sally has as a slave with her father, like they have a little more freedom. I'm using quotations. They're not doing the manual labor. They're maybe treated sort of nicer mm. than the other slaves in like the fields, the other six hundred people. I think maybe that's why Patsy, like, maybe thought it wasn't so harsh to be a slave. Or, like, mm-hmm. you know, she had such a skewed version of it because it was essentially whitewashed in front of her. Yeah, that's she like, was definitely, like, choosing to see that if that's how she chose it. Because, yeah. like, she could just look out the window, you know, and, like, not see that's true. Not see it. But I think that there's something to, like, the idea that, like, yeah, for whatever reason, she didn't think slavery was, like, as bad. Yeah. I mean, I think of that a lot with, like... And it was it was bad. It was, like, the worst thing that yeah. ever, ever. What I'm going to say... My, we're not going to edit this out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, thinking, I'm trying to always relate it to modern times sure. to help me digest the information. So, like, what I'm thinking of is, like, kids who maybe are more conservative than you and I. Like, kid, when I say kids, I mean people our age or, mm-hmm. or younger. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. But they grow up in a Republican household. Right. So maybe they don't view Republicans or, like, their views of things. So Like, Meghan McCain. Uh-huh. You know, we look at John McCain's policies and we're like, oh, God, what a, like, thank God he wasn't president. But she grew up in this world where, like, her dad wasn't that bad. He's her dad. Right. Or the same as um, Dick Cheney. Like, I mean, Liz Cheney's kind of a monster, but the other daughter who's right. the lesbian. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> she's yeah. kind of chill. Right. Like, yeah. <laughs> but she's... I think a Republican, or at least votes moderately. She's not, you know, like, stumping for Bernie. Yeah. But, so I wonder if, like, you, you grow up around this, you're, you're choosing to see, pick the pieces that you want to like. Totally. Of that I mean, that's ha- literally, yeah. okay, first of all, the heater in Elise's apartment is getting more exciting. So sorry. But it's like, it's like as the tension between us, like, as, like, the tension is building, like, it's actually building with Follow us, so we, like, love it. Wait, I have a fun this fact is, about those radiators. I... So if, do you know it? I, I do, but oh, say it, okay. say it, say so it. So good. who does not know this fun fact, if you know New York City, I'll post a picture on Floaters Forever <laughs> Instagram, um, the big metal radiators, they were invented or created in 1918 during the Spanish flu, the other pandemic the other that pandemic. devastated us. Yes. Because you had to keep the windows wide open for ventilation, i.e. today you should be ventilated, wear your mask, people. Um <laughs> But you also need to stay warm in the cold winter of New York. Yeah. So they have these giant loud ass radiators, which we still have in our apartments today, and they're the loudest thing, hottest things in the world. Wait, this is unrelated, but also sort of related. Did you know Truman Capote wrote a New Yorker piece in like the seventies about growing up in New York City? Um, without air conditioning. I need to read that immediately because that was half my life no, in your city. It's so good. And he says that the entire families would take mattresses to Central Park and sleep in the park with their I giant old alarm clocks. Yeah. Honestly, romantic. I'm never leaving the city. No. I just love everything I'll about be it. I'll very like, Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's really sweet, actually. I know. And they, like, would sleep on the fire escape and stuff because it was just too hot. It's New York is... At the same time, the hottest place on the planet <laughs> in August, but also the most cold place on the planet. Like, I've never no, it's, it's just so extreme, much extreme It's just extreme weather. You know who else was extreme? TJ. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Back, back around. Yeah, sorry, little there. <laughs> TJ's a mess. Still. No, TJ's a mess. So, but anyway, I, so now, okay, we're, we talked about Sally a bunch, and now I think, like, what is so great is 
the legacy that she kind of created and the reason that she kind of lived the life that she lived was for her children and her children have left an unbelievable legacy yeah. so it's really fun so, to talk about yeah them. so sally never married obviously mm-hmm. she was betrothed to tj i can't imagine Ugh. he would allow that mm. and like we said um earlier we're actually getting to it in the his list of um i guess you know items he owned which were people at you know they would still list who their who what people they owned none of sally's children had the father's names listed Okay, <laughs> rocket science or, or brain surgeon over here, Thomas Jefferson, thought he was, like, getting away Couldn't with this. Couldn't even make up a name. Couldn't even make Couldn't up a name for Couldn't even be bothered the... to make up a name. At one point... Because he likes drama. We, like, talked about Yeah, those. when the story leaked and Patsy came to, you know, clean up the mess, they blamed it on a nephew. Not blamed, <laughs> but they told, you know, whispers that it was a nephew that impregnated Sally and got... Uh, it was his and children. And, like, if you're that nephew, please reach out to us. Like, if you know who that <laughs> nephew is. <laughs> please. At is Forever, let us know if you descendant of that nephew i think i had the name here because it was so funny it's like i mean that poor nephew like what did he do to anyone like he must have been like so so messed up like because that's like that's so mean so mean so yeah he thought he was getting away with this thomas jefferson but thankfully four of sally's kids yes survived so sally unfortunately when um she was with thomas until his death now According to the HBO series, which we refer to in John Adams, uh, Abigail Adams episode, they show Thomas Jefferson's death. Again, he's a messy the bitch. Documentary. Loves, the documentary. Sorry, sorry. Messy bitch who loves drama. He died on Independence Day. Like, same I, day as John Adams because he couldn't give one thing to John Adams. Just, they die on the same day at the, the same time. I can't with They it. literally die within like an hour. It's insane. Shit. It's on Independence Day. I mean, get over yourself. I know. Like, truly. So Sally was with him to his death. Um... Nice of her. I mean, again, I think she was just trying to survive. I'm sure she yeah. had a lot of confusing feelings towards TJ. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I'm not. I I don't want to assume what she was feeling or thinking, but it's it was the father of her children. Whether she loved him or not, who she knows? She loved but, her children. Yeah. So she's with him till she dies. Oh, excuse me. He dies, and then she is now owned by Abigail. Oh, not Abigail. Sorry, um, Patsy. Patsy. Yeah. And, again, Patsy kind of likes Sally. Like, they're close in age. They're half-sisters. They're, yeah. They're, yeah. There's some along in the family tree. Their yeah. branches cross. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, you know, Patsy says, you know, you'll be freed when I die. You'll officially be a free woman. Oh, because, but also, wait, sorry, just really, are you want to, well, you're going to talk about, I was going to talk about how in Thomas Jefferson's will, he frees Oh, yeah, her three. Yeah. yeah, so, well, there's, like, we're going to just go back a tiny little bit because I do want to talk about Sally, but it's also about her children, too. At one point, um, her oldest son, Beverly, runs away, and I'm putting that in quotation marks because nobody went to look for him. Like, yeah. And had that been any other person in Monticello, literally anyone else, they oh, would have been, like, down. crazy no. looking for him. He ends up coming back, like, at free, for, like, at his own will just to be back with his family, but, like, at one point, yeah. he just, like, runs away. And then... Once TJ dies on July 4th, drama, he, in his will, frees, um, he frees seven, seven people. I kind of hate he doesn't free Sally, though. Like, what a dick move. Such, well, the only, he only um, frees men. He frees seven people. I mean. Five of which are related to the Hemings. And that, and and three of which are Sally Hemings' sons. TJ is so problematic. So it's he's like, I'm only still... I'm awful. not going to pay the women fairly when I have to pay them. Yeah. And I'm not going to free Sally, who I pretend to love and, like, all this stuff when I'm really just holding her captive. Ugh, it's ridiculous. 
But anyway, he frees, the, the three boys are free, and then soon after that, Harriet does turn 21, and so by... The daughter, yeah. The daughter turns 21, so then she also becomes free. Yeah. But this, go ahead, talk about Sally. This is, like, yeah, so, so heartbreaking. Sally, unfortunately, dies a year before Patsy dies. So she is never freed. Never. She dies a slave, um, which, God, it just fucking sucks. Mm. I think she... You know, thankfully her children, again, survived and, and were free and were able to survive the best way they can, which we'll talk about. Um, she, you know, she did the best she can. I think she sacrificed a lot to take care of her family, protected her kids while they were all in Virginia. You know, and God knows what else she had to do. I mean, there's probably so many things that are not recorded of what she had to do to protect herself and her kids. But, um yeah, I just, I wish she was able to be free. It just sucks. Like, I know. I, I mean, Patsy. Patsy. I was just regaling your lovely life in the last episode, but I take it back. She just, That's she, my advice. Free, uh, free That's Sally. our advice for Patsy, <laughs> yeah, seriously. free Sally. Ugh. Like, what a jerk. I Ooh. know. And you, like, knew... Well, there was also some weird stepmother stuff going on. Like, she, like, you know what I mean? Like, I she had to know. It's... She had to know. Yeah, I mean, of course she knew. She was... She was covering it up. She, yeah, she purposely oh. changed history in TJ's, you know, write-ins and stories about Awful. him to whitewash his relationship with Sally. Blaming it on her, I guess, cousin, if that's his nephew. Yeah, blaming yeah. it on yeah. other family members. <laughs> like, oh my god. Well, and I think that, like, Can, wait, it's not what? Do you know how, like, <laughs> I choose to sometimes not go to family functions because, like, I just can't be with extended family it's at hard. certain points. Yeah. Like, I got you. You know, who wants to, Yeah. Could you imagine going to this Thanksgiving dinner? Oh, my God. They were all so wasted, Elise. I mean, Thomas Jefferson, that's what, like, always blows my mind, too, is, like, when you read about these guys, like, Thomas Jefferson was drunk all the time. Like, how did he do all this? With bear cubs running around the house. Bear cubs. (laughs) Sally. Tune into last episode if you want to know about the bear cubs. (laughs) Sally is serving them because she's a slave. Oh, my God. She... And then, then there's Patsy, who's coming in with her drunk, murdering husband. I mean, <laughs> the drama. So much drama. Not a peaceful dinner in that house. No. I mean, who's even eating? Like, who's even... You know what I mean? No. Like, what, Thomas what, what, is without his wig. Yeah, he's running around the house. No <laughs> wig. He's inviting people on the streets in all the time. The cubs are running around. And by cubs, I mean bears running <laughs> around. I mean, it's just... It's wild. But uh, anyway, anyway, I think that what's important to talk about, because Sally's life is, like deeply troubling and deeply yeah. sad um but good goodness of some kind has come out in the way that like history has decided and sort of like you know like Elise was talking about is like people worked really hard to rewrite Thomas Jefferson's actual life people worked yeah. really hard his own family his own was doing family it, and was, then historians yeah white men were telling stories exactly so. but in 1993 um the getting word african-american oral history project um came out with um uh, basically descendants of Thomas Jefferson like saying like I am a descendant of Thomas Jefferson, or, like, I can trace my roots back to Monticello, which, like... Insane. Not only is they that... They didn't even have Ancestry.com. I just... In 1983, that no, wasn't a thing. No. So, like... Unbelievable. And also, like, I think it's important to mention, too, that, like, these probably weren't just people from Sally Hemings' life. Like, TJ was all up in Monticello. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, like who like, else was he sleeping with? That's, that's what I'm really saying. Like, that's, like, these people weren't just Sally Hemings' people. But yeah. what was important about this project in 93 is that, like, it gave voice to this theory, yeah. quote-unquote. Um, right, because at this point it was just, you know, 
stories that maybe didn't get whitewashed or that were leaked, you know, when you found these old records or newspapers. In, like, the 1800s. But this is the first time that it's like, hey, this could be fact. Let's, like, because they had, like, real historians that did research. Right. Let's look into Sally Hemmons' life and her children. And that's a cool project to watch because it's all kinds of people just speaking about, like, their truth and their story. And so then um, in... 1997, Annette Gordon-Reed writes um, a book or essay called uh, Thomas Jefferson and Sally Hemings, um, an American controversy. controversy. <laughs> what a, like, that's so intense. Just a controversy. So she writes this thing in 97 and it like blows up. And I think that people, you know, like you, it, it's kind of like, it's like separating the art from the artist. You know, you have yeah. to reconcile how much you want to appreciate about these, like, very, very, very flawed people versus, yeah. like, the writers of the Declaration of Independence, you know? And it's like... Forgot once again that he did that. Yeah, because we're, like, so riled up. So it's, like, it's just so... It's complicated, and, like, I don't even... I I don't necessarily have words for, like, whatever journey I'm going on or... You, people are going on to, like, reconcile those things because it's complicated. Um, But then in 1998, finally, genetic research came out, and it ties many, many, many of the descendants back to one specific um, Easton, Eaton, Matt Eaton, who actually ended up being very white presenting. He was one of uh, Sally's children and changed his last name to Jefferson and lived his life um, as a white So Eaton was freed at 21. Yeah. Very white presenting, decided to change his name Jefferson, and he lived like a white man. Yes, but he has a lot of descendants, and a lot of the the a lot of the uh, genetic research was like tied back to him. Yeah, we also have a lot of writing by um, Madison, who was another one of Sally Hemings' um, children, and he uh, ends up living very uh, passionately and um, like fervently as, as a black man because he marries a black woman okay. later on after he leaves Monticello. Oh, interesting. So, so the two sons make very different paths. Yeah, and like he, he his last live. name is he, um, Hemmings. Like he Madison Hemmings, decides okay. that his last name is Hemmings. So, you know, there's a lot of controversy obviously within this family that has nothing to even do with Patsy and Randolph and yeah. TJ and all of this because it's just so complicated and it's so heartbreaking you know because these children these beautiful children being born out of this like horrible crime basically um and you know this woman sally it's just i'm just so grateful that we know her name and we have um like actual research that like ties it back to this because i think that there's like always been like you know there were rumors of this were rumors of that and then like you said like the white men were doing a lot of the storytelling and that's just, like, not always who deserves to get heard. Right, yeah. No. So what happened to the daughter? Does Oh, yeah, Harriet. Um, Harriet becomes free, and she um, she also marries a white Irish guy. And they oh, live, classic. like, they love live, it. like, a little, like, they live life. I mean, like I said, when you, I mean, um, ha- Sally Hemings' children were seven-eighths European. So, like, yeah. they were even more white-presenting than she was. Right. Because Thomas Jefferson was their father. I mean, you almost So can't... it was, like fault them because like again, no she it was just, just wanted survive. to ch- and also Harriet like she wasn't ever like she was like she was a woman you know like she wasn't ever yeah, she just had to like wait it out like she wasn't even yeah. in Thomas Jefferson's will yeah. so it's like and we're saying freed that only because and this Thomas, is even before the civil war yeah like, it's saying, so they, important only like, because yeah. Thomas Jefferson said they were free at 21 or whatever the age was so like I'm not 
you know, my, uh, like, you know, I'm, like, almost shocked that Madison was, like, let me live as a black man, because that's sort of dangerous for Totally, him. yeah. But I mean, then, like, he, yeah. you know, the others were, I'm, I want to say luckily, but that might not be the right word, are so presenting, that they present white, that mm. they could, like, survive. Like, it is a dangerous thing for mm. a black person to be living in the South in 17, or what is this, 18, you know, 18, teens or yeah, something yeah, like 1802 that. or whatever, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it's... Uh, Again, you do what you have to do to survive. Totally, like, I yeah. can't say I would not do the same. Totally. To pretend to, you know, live as a white person or keep that name or, you know, whatever it may be. Yeah, and I mean, totally, yeah. And I think that, yeah, I think just like we, I'd like to think that, like, if I was Sally Hemings, I would have stayed in France and I would, and it's like, no, 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 no. Family, You're a yeah. product of your time. Yeah. And you had to do what you had to do, like you said, to survive and to, like, like, you know, what? what's so admirable about Sally is that, like, it, it from the second she was given that choice, it just wasn't about her anymore. It was yeah. about her family. It was about her lineage. It was about living in America as a free person. And she was never going to get that opportunity. And I think she knew she wasn't going to get that opportunity. But it didn't matter because her kids were going to. And, yeah. like, it's just, it's a remarkable story. Ugh, women doing all the fucking work once again. So classic. So classic. Anyway, I don't, like, do you... I don't have any advice for Sally. I was just thinking right? that. My advice is to modern day people is let's learn more about Sally Hemmons yes. and let's like, I don't know, get a museum going for her or like some sort of statue. Right, because <laughs> she did like, everything right. Like yeah. she did everything that she could. And I have like, no advice for Sally, but yeah. except you do you girl and I wish you learn more about you. I know. Well, and you know what? And I, Yeah, like I said, I think like, if you asked me who the women in TJ's life were, I would never have said Martha Jefferson or Patsy Randolph. Like, no. it was always Sally Hemings. Yeah. It will always be Sally Hemings. And, like, say her name. We love her. We love you, Sally. Thank you. You did everything right. And, like... TJ's terrible. <laughs> TJ's terrible. TJ's problematic. I need therapy. TJ needs therapy. That's my advice to TJ. I mean, I don't have... The, my advice for TJ is so long. Like, I wouldn't even... Like, it's a separate bonus podcast. Episode. Like, bonus F. <laughs> like, seriously. Seriously. Bonus F for TJ's problem. Ugh.